for an evening filled with paranormal, special guests, interviews, haunting stories, creatures of the unknown, and tales that will chill you to the bone. Brought to you by the UPRN Network and Bitburn Paranormal Society. Take a walk into the night with Sean Kelly. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to my show, Into the Night with Sean Kelly. How is everybody doing today? Um... How was your week? Um, tonight, you know, we're going to have something special. Um, last month, I did a question and answering, you know, with my audience. And I want to hold one of those tonight, you know. And, and just think, you know, just ask any question that you feel. I mean, I'm opened up for anything. Um we had a wild show on Chasing Prophecy, you know, the last show. And um, I, I I don't know. I, I For me, you know, hey, hi, Nicole, how are you? Thanks, hon. That's my friend, Nicole. She has uh, her show on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, um, Guiding Echoes. And she's a beautiful person, got a good personality. She's a good everything. She's just, she's an angel. She's really an angel. And I'm glad she's my friend. But um, yeah, it was a crazy one. Last show. Um, we, we had, you know, another UFO, um, you know, people who were part of MUFON and that did investigate, you know, and... And and I, I you like I said the uh, I'm blushing now. See the red, see the red. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's like I've been in radio for three and a half years now. And whoop, there you go. That's an alien. You know, I'm getting probed by aliens because they're making my face go away and stuff like that. I don't know. But. Um, I know for me, being on the show, we've had many, many, many ufologists. We have many people who have been abducted by aliens. Um, and, um, and, and I thought I knew some stuff, but I tell you what, um, I don't know a lot. I, I don't even think I'm treading water on the UFO deal and the alien bit, you know, because, um, God bless him, John Venturi. I like him. I love him to death. He's a great dude, very knowledgeable. And um, but I, I get confused. There's always more to learn. That is so true. That is so true, Nicole. And um, like I told everybody last week, I am going to retire from the paranormal field November first. And. Um, so what I plan on doing is writing a book and uh, sharing my experiences, you know, do some speaking engagements, whatever, whatever comes. Um, I want to really concentrate more on radio, you know, podcasts, you know, stuff like that. Hold different seminars or whatever. Um, it's, it's, it's time for, you know, the new blood to come in and start doing it. You know, and um, 
and, and it's great. It, it, it's really, really good. Um, I started the group back in 2006, and it's, what, 2022? And there goes my earpiece. And so, um, and I've seen a lot of people just, um, just some, you know, just really excited about it. Um, but it, it, it is my turn. <laughs> it's my turn to retire. And, you know, I'm grateful for that. I, I, I want to have a, like, have a gratitude um, show too tonight. And I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to really dig into the paranormal field. Um, I, I met a lot of wonderful people. You know, I had a lot of wonderful people in my group, you know, and, and it took me places to where I never thought that I would exist, you know, would have even known about, you know. And, and, and what's really great about it, what I was, you know, very grateful about is being able to help other people out in, in the field, you know, getting them started, letting them go and, and do their own thing, you know. Oh, hey, Joe. You just a puppy. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Joe. Yes, I am, Joe. I'm just a puppy. I'm, I, I don't think I even have my eyes open yet when it comes down to, you know, the UFOs. Honest to Pete. I'm, you know, it's funny. He's funny. You're just a puppy. Yeah, keep going, brother. <laughs> but I am, you know. And it, it's time for me to move on to something different, you know what I mean? Um, I know there's so much about the UFOs or so much about aliens or so much about cryptids that um, I, I want to learn more, you know. And um, Michelle, you know, she, she just keeps telling me knowledge is awesome, you know. And Nicole just said it too, you know, knowledge is great. So I have a couple speaking engagements to do this month, you know, and I'm going to end up doing my last uh, investigation on the 29th of October down at the Marcos in Uniontown. What they do with the Marcos, uh, with the Marcos, it's a restaurant, but the, the, the town of Uniontown, um, they hold ghost walks. And this is like our 13th year doing it my group and um and, and so i think it's a great way to it's a great investigation to um do you know right before i go out um and it's just i'm i'm, I'm, I'm all excited now last week i might looked a little sad you know what i mean a little depressed and stuff like that but you know what i had a rough had a rough month and stuff. And so that's where, you know, um, everything, you know, that has been going on in mind is just time for me to go. Um, and I'm okay with it. Um, you know, I, it wasn't like that. I automatically made that decision before, um, you know, I said it, it wasn't automatic. I really, really thought about it a lot. And, um, and, and I'm okay, you know, and I'm sure I'll be talking about it some more, 
on future shows, you know, in the month of October. There's a lot of things I would like, you know, a typical show. Um, you know, I want to talk about Halloween, you know, the traditions of Halloween, stuff like that. And I'm, I'm really excited about doing it, you know. Um, uh, Nicole, do you have any questions that you'd like to ask? Joe, do you have any questions you'd like to ask? But, you know, and I will try to answer them. Michelle, if you're listening, do you want to, you know, want to try, you know, Tommy, you know, so I'm okay. So how was everybody's week? Um, mine was great. And um, it was great, but it wasn't great, if you don't understand what I mean. Um Come to find out that on October 2nd, that Mer Mercury went out of retrograde, and I was like a happy camper because things started to look up for me. I don't know if anybody experiences electrical problems or anything like that during Mercury, but um, I had a lot of stuff break down on me during, Mer during the retrograde. It, it, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. And, you know, but I don't know. It was just like... You know, everything deep down inside me just, it just seemed like it just came out, you know, and it all came up from this below the surface up to the surface. And it really made me open my eyes. Um, don't buy nothing <laughs> because it breaks down, you know, because, and you know, it's crazy because when I signed the papers for my truck, okay, um, that's another thing I'm really excited about. Um, get my truck, but uh, I did it during Mercury retrograde. And I'm thinking, you know, oh man, I bought this truck. It's not even built yet. It's not even on on the assembly line yet. But I'm thinking, oh hell. And and that's where my mind was taking me with this Mercury. Um, but you know what? You know, hopefully when I get it, it'll be knock on wood. It'll be great. Um, so. That was my Mercury retrograde uh, about um, the situation that is going on on with me through my health. Um, it, it's not good. Okay. Um, and here's a question I want to ask you. Okay. Especially people who do investigate and investigate a lot. Um, do you think investigating the paranormal for a long time actually can give you some kind of uh, mental situations where, where your brain ain't really quite working right. Um, I'm trying to say it without coming out and saying it, you know. But I think you all know me and you all know my show right now that, you know, I do have a problem mentally, um, you know. And I, I was really thinking about this this past week and I'm thinking, you know what, it, is it possible that I, I, you know, that I can be mentally um, bad because of paranormal investigating? And I just want to know if anybody out there would like to um, share if they do or don't. You know, I would like to hear everybody um, if they can. And and so it just, um, I, I think it is. I think it finally caught up to me, you know, 
because you're working with different energies, you're working with different things that are, you know, in different universes, that it, it just takes a toll on you. Um, if you really, 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 truly are seeking to be a paranormal investigator, I would highly recommend that you have a very good support system because there's going to be times that you're going to be so tired when you come back from an investigation, you know, and you're, you just want to sleep, you know. And, um, or my problem was we used to go to buffets like at two in the morning. They were the greatest. And I, I would eat like a pig. That's a question I want to ask everybody out there too. But especially investigators, it don't have to be paranormal, but, um, you know, UFOs, whatever. If you're doing something, um, do you guys get hungry afterwards? Because I do, and I eat like a pig <laughs> at buffets. I don't do that that much no more um, because due to that's the C word, um, you know, a lot of restaurants don't open up 24-7 no more. And um, so I'm stuck getting a bologna sandwich at my house, which is okay. You know, it's some food. And that's another reason uh, for me to be draw, retiring from the paranormal field is because I also have a, another job. And I am a meat cutter slash butcher um, for one of the chains here in Pittsburgh. And, um, and, and when I go out and investigate, like on a Saturday night and I have to be at work Sunday morning, it's this top. It's tough, especially at my age, you know, and I got to finagle my schedule in order for me, you know, to come in late or, or whatever. But either way, I don't get home till about three, four o'clock in the morning sometimes. And um, I have to be at work at 10, you know, so I get home, have a bologna sandwich. And then by the time I get to sleep, it's like 5, 530. And before you know it, it's 930. And I have to wake up and go to work. And Sundays, Sundays are tough at the um, supermarkets. They really are because that's when everyone decides to go shopping. But thank God it's football season. And I'll tell you why. Because Steelers usually play. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Through and through, black and blue, black and gold, I bleed it. And when they come on at 1 o'clock, that means no one's going to be in the store. They're going to be watching the game. So, you know, I do my work as fast as I can. And then I try to relax. But it, it's not always like that, you know. So when, when I first started the paranormal investigating, um, my God, I'd go out every Saturday. I didn't care when I worked. I mean... Uh, life, life was just, it was just great going to a cemetery, going, you know, walking down a bike trail, um, just out with people who, who enjoyed the same thing. And the coolest thing was, you know, at that time, you know, they never, they didn't have all these big equipments that they use now. You had a VHS recorder when you went out, when you out investigate and then um, digital cameras just started to come and I, I remember the first digital camera I got was a four megapixel and I was excited about that that was great oh I got a four I got a four 
And all of a sudden, they came out with an 8, eight meg. And then they came out with a 12 meg. And, oh, my God, it's just like buying the holy girl of cameras. You know, you got a 12 gig, uh, uh, 12 uh, gigabyte, whatever. I forgot the word because I'm tired. But um, so I got my 12. And we would take three, 400 pictures every time we would go out. The camera kept on going. And then the next day, you just sit down at your computer and you just look at each each photo that you took. And if you see if you got something, and see if you don't. And what what for me was if I took 400 pictures and I got one very good picture of something that was paranormal, I'd been happy, you know. Don't get me wrong, I didn't get everything all the time. There were times I'd go on investigation and not get a dang thing. And I'm looking at 500 pictures and I don't pick nothing up, you know. But it's something that I enjoyed to do. Um, a lot of people ask me, you know, why I started it, uh, the paranormal investigating PPS and stuff like that, you know, because at that time when I started, uh, taps were on. And, um, you know, so that was like the really biggest show going for ghosts. In fact, I think it was the only one going on. And and everybody thought that, you know, they asked me, they said, Mom, did you start PPS because of uh, taps? And I said, nope, nope. The reason why I started paranormal investigating because of February of 2006, I went up to Gettysburg and I took one of them little ghost tours, you know, and um, it, it was fascinating. And I know, you know, the tours that you go on, you know, different places in Savannah, Gettysburg, Antietam, wherever, that they're just like urban legends, stories and stuff. But it, it kind of like intrigued me. So what happened was the, the day next day, I was up there for three days. I really love it up there. I mean, sometimes when I would go to Gettysburg, it was like, you know, I'm home. I'll be coming in 30 East, right? 30 East. And, you know, the first time, you know, and when you pull into something, you feel like you're home, you know? And, and that's how I felt when I saw the first monument. I was like, I'm home, you know? And it just, it just gave me that, I, a feeling, even though it was a really, you know, three-day bloody bath war um, between brothers and Union and, and the Union and the Confederates, but it just seems like that it had this some sort of peace over it. Um, it was a real peaceful, easy feeling that somebody eagles, and um, and and that's uh, how I felt. It, it just felt and. That was a long time ago, and even to this day when I do go up to Gettysburg, I still get that same feeling when I walk on the battlefield. I get that feeling when I walk through town at, you know, midnight, um, you know, because up there, especially during the week, there's not too much traffic. And what's crazy is a lot of people ask, well, why do you walk into town at midnight? Aren't you afraid? And I'm like, no, I'm not afraid because... You have to remember, during the Battle of Gettysburg on day one, the Confederate Army, you know, pushed the Union soldiers through the town of Gettysburg. So there was a lot of 
a lot of guys that got killed in Gettysburg, in the town of Gettysburg. And there are some certain places there that that are extremely haunted, you know. You know, you know, you can go to the battlefield, and yes, but and and there are and there are ghosts or spirits, however, whatever you want to call them, spirits or ghosts, whatever it could be. But to me, they're the same thing. It depends on what comes out of my mouth. You know what I mean? That whatever comes out of my mouth, if it's a ghost, if it's a spirit. But I would go into the town of Gettysburg around midnight, one in the morning, and um, it. It still had that calm, you know, presence, that calm feeling, you know, the easy feeling. But, you know, I saw a lot of shadow figures there, you know, darting in outside the house. Especially, I, I want to say it's Steinworth Street up there, but they have the old Gettysburg houses that, that were built back in, you know, 1863. There's some of them are still standing. And what's really cool about it, you can actually still see the um, bullet marks that are in the houses, in the bricks up there. But yeah, I got a lot of um, a lot of you know paranormal activity happened to me. It's not like um, I got it on film. And that's also I wanted to tell you too. You know, not everything's going to show up on video or digital pictures or, or whatever, EVPs, whatever, 99.5% of the uh, time any paranormal activity happens is when you experience it, okay? When you experience a paranormal uh, situation, then, then you know, you know, ghosts and spirits and whoever exists, you know, so... I had a lot of experiences with it, you know. But I also met a lot of good people up there in Gettysburg, too. And um, and, and they do investigate a lot. And whenever I go up, I'll go on an investigation with them, you know. And um, it, it, it just it's like three or four hours, you know what I mean? Just going out to different places up there, you know. Um, but that's... That, that's the biggie for, you know, if you want to be a paranormal investigator, you have to remember one thing. You're, and I highly stress this is that you're not going to get something all the time. And you, you need to prepare for that. You know what I mean? Um, and it might be disappointing. It might, you might not, nothing happened to you. And, but that, that's something that, that you have to take in consideration because all jobs, you know, all hobbies have different things. It's like when I prospect gold, I know if I go up north in Pennsylvania, I'll go to a creek. And, uh, I mean, the gold is like wee tiny. It's like bits. We call it fly poop, you know. And I know I'm going to get fly poop when I go up there. Now, if I go out west, you know, into Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, you know, Idaho, stuff like that, which I plan on doing um, because I got my truck and I'm retiring from paranormal. But, um, you know, the gold gets bigger. And speaking of that, and I'm I'm jumping all over the place here tonight, you know, and that's okay because it's my show and 
I like to jump all over the place. Now, I go to North Carolina and Virginia to prospect gold. And um, I did, you know, I got some gold from down there. But I also buy pay dirt from like Alaska, California, you know, out west, Arizona. And here's what's really, here's what's really crazy about that I have, you know, found out. Um, a lot of your gold that is on the East Coast here, okay, it's about 20 to, what, 18 to, 18 to 22 karat gold on the East Coast. They go out on the West Coast. Nicole, I don't know, maybe you should start gold prospecting. But out on the gold, out, out on the West Coast, that's like between 14 karat up to 18 karat. You know, it's just like kind of crazy, you know. But we got prettier gold here on in, in the states here in, in Pennsylvania and on the East Coast. Like, But, hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that, you know. If, if you can, like here I go, jumping back to paranormal again. All right. Um. If you can just sit and if you can actually sit in a room with the lights out, talking to something that is not there and being okay with that, I think you'll do just fine. Is there any questions out there that anybody would like to ask? Um, you know, you know, feel free. Is there a topic that you want to bring up? You know, feel free to bring it up. Um, so. That's what I plan on doing, you know, like now, you know, like the Appalachian Mountains, that is intriguing to me, okay? And I, I've been reading a lot about the Appalachian, I don't know, is it Appalachian or is it Appalachian? I don't know. Um, so I, I don't know what it is, but I, I read all the myths, you know, all about you know, the lore of the Appalachians. And it, it's just, they're beautiful mountains, I'm telling you. Um, but the lore, you know, I, I, I still want to learn something about that. You know, will I go out into the mountains? Hell no. I'm from the city. <laughs> you know, I'll take long drives and go to a certain place on the trail. But, um, and, and just... You know, just check out different areas of the trail, you know, and see if I can find a dog man, okay? Or see if I can find a Bigfoot. You know, I, I want to go, I want to do these things. And you know what? I can do them and I will do them and I'm looking forward to doing them, you know? So I'm all excited about that. So someone came up to me today, and here we go again. Not today, but like about three or four days ago, and they were talking about my show. And they asked me, do I believe in fairies? Do I believe in elves? You know, mystical things, you know? And I told them I do. Um, I don't know if anybody out there, you know, believes in them, feel free to say something, you know, put, put it in the chat room. Um, so we can talk about it. But yeah, I do believe in fairies. Hell yeah, I do. You know, I've had a couple experiences with it. One with, with, with my son. With my son, I'm sorry. And, um, 
you know, and, and I've told this story over and over and over again, and I'm going to share it one more time because it means so much to me because it was something that I did with my son, you know. So I divorced my wife, and I was living in an apartment over in Pleasant Hills area. And here, when we moved in, you know, they had these gardens, you know, no fruit, no vegetables in it, but they were growing plants in it. And um, so one, like, it was in April or May, um, what happened was I took my son out and we sat on the benches. And all of a sudden, we saw these little lights, you know, little, little pixie lights just go ding, 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 all over the place. And my son, he was like six years old at the time, and he said, Daddy, Daddy, look, lightning bugs. I'm like, yeah, they ain't lightning bugs. It's kind of early for lightning bugs. But, uh, but they were zinging. So the next day, next morning, we wake up, and he wanted to go out to the garden again. You know, and we're sitting there, and there's a perfectly mushroom circle. And people call those fairy rings, you know. Um, and that was like my eye-opening of, uh, you know, fairies, okay. Now, at the time that I was experiencing this, this is when I really started getting into meditation. This is when I really got into learning the Native American spirituality and all kinds of different things about the mystical aspects of what was going on in the world. And, um, and it was really, really intriguing. And it's like, you know what? I want to, you know, read, this, read up about this a little bit more. And that's what I did. I mean, it wasn't like, um, you know, I was like searching for fairies everywhere, you know. Um, I didn't build no fairy gardens, and, you know, maybe I should, but I maybe that's something I can do next year. I, I don't know. But do I believe in them? Yes, I do. Um, the place that I used to go out to, was it was a, a park. We, we call it South Park here in, uh, in Pittsburgh, and it's in South Park, PA. Now, there was a lot, there's a lot of, a lot of woods okay and it's a really nice park to go to and that's where i did all my meditating from i would go out to south park and I always sat in this one spot under this tree so it was about 79 82 degrees it was a beautiful day no rain nothing like that and i'm sitting under the tree it was a big old it was a big old what was it it, it was a um it wasn't an oak, but it was an, another type of tree. And if it comes to me, I will actually tell you what the tree was. And so I was there just meditating. And all of a sudden, this is true. I mean, what I'm about to tell you happened to me. And this is like paranormal experiences that I experienced. I was sitting under the tree. I was meditating and all of a sudden, it felt like it was raining. And it kind of took me out of my meditation, you know. And, you know, droplets are falling on on my uh, arm. I'm like, 
It ain't raining, the sun's still shining, nothing's going on. Come to find out, come to find out that the tree was actually crying. I believe it, and I will take that to my grave. I believe the tree was crying. And to prove my theory, okay, I sat on other trees, under other trees. Nothing would happen. You know, no, no rain would come on my arms or nothing like that. But this one particular tree, and it was an old one, it, I believe it was crying. You know, I really do. And I, I kind of like talk to trees. I don't know if anybody else does, talks to trees, but I talk to trees. And I told him it's okay. It's time to be happy. You know, it was just such a weird experience, experience something like that. And so it, that, that was a, a paranormal situation, but it was also spiritual too. Okay. Um, now, another experience that I had out there, you know, in South Park was I was at my favorite place sitting down meditating. And uh, when I came out of my meditation, there was a mama raccoon with three or four little babies just looking there staring at me. <laughs> I had no food for, not for them, but they were just standing there just looking at me. And I was like, wow, is this something? So I did try um, looking them up with the animal totem, what the meaning by the animal sound into my life. And uh, I, I don't know. In fact, you know what's going to be interesting? I'm going to type raccoon as a mystical animal, animal totem. I typed it in. Animal totem, the raccoon. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, the raccoon spirit animal indicates that you have a masked problem solver watching over you. This scavenger extraordinaire is the symbol of mask and dexterity. The word raccoon, according to some, may have come from the word arcanum, whatever now that means meaning hand scratcher. And, and uh, what else does it have here about the raccoon? Um, there's a lot of stuff. stuff uh, you know, <laughs> it's about a mask, about somebody helping me. And you know what? At that time, you know, um, and, and it kind of like signs what was happening to me at that time. Um, was that I was just learning how to meditate and, and learn the metaphysical feel. And so, yeah, then there were people there watching over me. But I, the, more about the experience I have with the raccoons just coming up and, and just looking at me. I was like, that's cool as hell, you know? I mean, there were times I were out there and when would be out there and deer would actually walk up to me, you know, and just stare and, and look at me. And then I come to find out, you know, somebody taught me, they say, if something like that happens to you, okay, 
you know what? You got to ask in your question, um, ask them, you know, what's my message? Or hello or greet them and wish them well, whatever. But say something to the animal. And if you really listen, okay, a lot of people say that's your subconscious, that mind that you hear in the back of your head. I don't believe it's your subconscious. I believe it is an entity or somebody speaking to you. Okay. I, I truly believe that. Um, and I'll take that also to my grave, you know. So it's like, um, and, and I believe that the animals are talking to me. And I'm okay with that. You know, some of you all listen to my show right now. Y'all think I'm a crazy, nutty dude, a nutter, as they say over in England, in Scotland, Ireland, Wales, that I'm a nutter, then if that's what you feel, then you know what, that's okay, because I know for me, by my experiences that I have had with animals and meditating, um, honest to God, it, it, it's just... Uh, it's pretty interesting. In fact, what I want to do for you guys tonight, and I haven't done it for a while, I, I, I'm going to do a meditation with you, my, my normal meditation. And, you know, there's some newcomers and new people that listen to my show and, and stuff like that. And so I figure I haven't done a meditation for a while. So I might do one before, before we close up the show. Um, so that's basically what's happening right now with me um we we did then hit the hen still house i have so much going on um in the month of october i am speaking i think up in monroeville at um some kind of um i'll find out more tomorrow about it i'm speaking up there on october 8th and 9th i'll be out in penn hills the following sunday um, there's going to be a round table with Oakmont Paranormal Society and a couple other paranormal groups. The heads are going to sit around and we're going to talk about it. It's a two-hour deal. And then I know on the 22nd of October, I'm going to be down in Shallowroy at uh, Tim's uh, Secret Treasures. Um, what in Rondas, he does a great job. And I've been going down there for a lot of years, too. Um, she holds her party, and in the afternoon, you were out, I don't know, what, I think it starts at four, I'm not sure, four in the afternoon, but, okay, at the end of about 11 o'clock, you know, we take people on an investigation through her, you know, through her store, and she's at, she has an antique store down there, and if you want to find a ghost, if you want to experience anything paranormal, okay, go to an antique store. There you'll definitely find them. <laughs> Absolutely. I love antique stores. I mean, they're pretty, pretty interesting, especially if you want to do some paranormal investigating. I'm sure the people who own the stuff, um, you know, uh, that own that's the owner store that probably experienced some stuff too, you know. So I hope everybody is enjoying my show tonight. Um, like I said, I'm all over the I'm all over the world with tonight. 
Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I wasn't prepared today. You know, I wasn't prepared at all with anything. And so I figure, the hell? I have this philosophy that I believe that whatever you're supposed to say, you're going to say it, you know? So whatever I told you tonight, okay, whatever I shared with you about my life um, and my situations or whatever was going on with me, you know, I had to say that. But it's getting about, what, 10 more minutes, and I want to send everybody in on this meditation. Joe, if you're listening, you know, you can go to the other room. I don't want you to fall asleep, but make sure you're back in about five, six minutes. <laughs> um, but um, what I would like everybody to do, um, and it's going to be my simple one. It's real, real simple. And what I'd like you to do is to close your eyes and completely completely clear your mind so go ahead start doing that okay now what i want you to do is as your eyes are still closed and you're totally relaxed i want you to look and find the little white light. I hope to everyone seen the, the little pinpoint lights. It's a little pinpoint light, you know. And what I want you to do is I want you to start walking toward that light. And as you get closer to the light, you're going to see that the light is going to get large, real large. There's nothing to be afraid of on this meditation. It's a very good meditation. Um, it's a happy meditation, okay? It's a really happy meditation. So I don't want you to be scared. You're going to be okay. So continue walking to that light keep walking and all of a sudden you step into a meadow okay and in that meadow you see a tree line and you see that big rock that sits right in the meadow what I would like you to do is go over to that rock and I would like you to sit on that rock So everybody's sitting down on the rock. That's good. I'm, that's good. And now what I want you to do is I want you to look in the sky. Now, in the sky, there's no cloudy skies. There's nothing like that. Um, there's going to be an animal that's going to be coming down towards you. More, It's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. And... When the bird comes down to you, it could be an eagle, it could be a little sparrow, it could be a, a UFO, whatever. You know, but something's going to come down. A bird, what, you know, I like birds, so it's going to be a bird. 
And what I want you to do is get on the back of the bird. And that bird's going to take you on a flight. And you have to learn to trust that bird. That bird's not going to throw you off. That bird is like, I want to say, like your guardian angel. Okay? So, let the bird fly. We'll let him fly a little bit. But open your eyes. You know, open your eyes and see where the bird takes you. Just keep feeling the, the, the air coming across your face. That you see the sun. That you see the beautiful sky. But also look down too. To see what the bird has to show you. It could be a lake. could be, you know, some place that you need to go to. It could be some place, anywhere, wherever the bird takes you, just, just watch the bird. Okay. We'll give it a, a couple more seconds. Now, I want you to do is the bird's going to come down and put you next to that rock. And you're going to get off the bird. And you're going to thank that bird for giving you a message where he took you to. So we have a 30 couple seconds for that. And I want you to thank that bird. And now as the bird flies away, okay, I want you to look at the tree line. Look at the tree line. And I want you to see what animal comes out of that tree line. Could be a deer. Could be an elephant. Could be a tiger. Could be a wolf, could be a bear, a little squirrel, a little mouse. And just look at the animals that come out. And make sure, you know, you, you remember what, you know, what came out to you. Now there's going to be, as you can tell, that the animals are coming out. But there's going to be one animal that's going to walk up and meet you face to face. Now, I don't want you to be scared, but the, the animal's not going to hurt you. And when that animal comes to you, okay, I want you to ask that animal, what is my message? And listen, listen, you know, listen to the message. Because everything that's brought to you, okay, is a message. Anything that comes to you has a message. Okay, so now, I'm going to count three on back. 
and on one, I'm gonna you wanna wake up. Are you ready? Three, two, one. There we go. You're back. And um, welcome back. Now, I, I could have gotten a little bit, you know, a little bit more deeper into that meditation, but I was really, you know, running on seconds and minutes, you know, because of the show. But what I wanted you to do is, you know, to see for yourself what a, a, a real simple meditation can do for you. And um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I also make a suggestion, too, that... Um, you, um, the animals that you saw that you wrote them down on a piece of paper. And I want you to Google, you know, um, what that animal totem meant to you. And then it's going to be crazy because as you look at the end, write down and look up the, write down the animals and, and you understand, they tell you what that totem means. There's your message for you. But it is getting close to the witching hour. And before I go, I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to my show tonight on um, Joe being in the, in the chat and also Nicole being in the chat. I really, truly appreciate it and everybody else who was. Um, it's going to be a good week. Okay. It's going to be a good week. And you know what? Maybe next week I'll be prepared. But tonight I wasn't, you know, because so much stuff was going on in my brain. So, like I say at the end of my shows all the time, parents, please go up to your kids, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. And children, please go to your parents, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. Because that three word sentence, I love you, goes a very long way. And on that note, good night and happy hunting. Bye.